Hello and welcome to Taylor Film episode 21. I'm your host Dominic Parry and with me today is... Greg Toby. Now today's special Halloween episode where we're talking about the uh, film Halloween. Directed by John Carpenter. Yes. And written by John Carpenter. Yes. And scored by, by John, John Carpenter. Carpenter. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. John Carpenter basically made this film on his own. Starring John Carpenter Star- yeah. as everyone. I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis as a 19-year-old John Carpenter. Yeah. Prior. Hmm. Based on his life, obviously. I mean, to be fair, that'd be a pretty interesting film. Hmm. I was, I was watching... Um, not related to this, but I was watching like spoof kind of trailers earlier oh yeah and the amount of them that say based on a true story in the trailer it's like is it mm. is it really it's such a trope for modern horror movies it's just like inspired by true events or you is know this oh. inspired by true events at one point someone said oh I saw a bloke in my garden yeah like, oh that's it's a great film that is yeah got, there, was a, there was a there was a dude you know over, over the street he had a mask on I just, Looking like, at me funny. Just imagine John Carpenter, like, he actually just sat there like one of his mates pranked him. Mm. The whole film is actually just John Carpenter recording <laughs> his mates pranking him. Oh. But Greg, what do you think of Halloween on Halloween? It's an effective horror movie. It's not my favourite, um, but, you know, it's strong. Um, there's some good scares in it. Um, takes a while to get going, but overall, yeah, pretty good. See... Uh, the view obviously don't know, but we went to see Evil Dead one and two. Yes, we did earlier this week, and those, uh, they you know, both this and those are quite low budget. Yeah, massively. And it's, it's it really proves how two, well, th- two kind of different films can do something, to, can do a whole different thing. Yeah, I find low budget horrors to be the most effective. So, for example, um, just the other night I watched um, Get Out. Oh, Get Out, yeah. Yeah, and that has hardly any budget, and it does so much with the filmmaking. I think with low-budget horror especially, it's because you have to rely on the scares. Yeah. You can't... Because um, there is a trope of, like, the jump scare of um, you know, using high-tech stuff hmm. to basically mess around with your audience. Yeah, but no, this, the the jump scares are usually just like, you know, oh my god, it's Michael Myers, he's in the doorway. Oh, the, you look again, he's gone. Yeah, there's like, every scene that you, there's like, every scene kind of, it has a bit, most scenes have a kind of a linger to them. Yeah. And it's like, it lingers enough that you're like looking around like. Yeah, and sometimes here? for too long that it feels eerie. Like, I was, uh, when, I, when I watched it, I was talking to Dan about it, I was like, it was great to just like if you just looked in the like obscure corner and you're just like hang on a minute hmm. is that and it's like you know, just kind of squint your eyes and you're like yeah. oh my god it is hmm. like it's the perfect kind of movie for that yeah but instead it's speedy boy Mike Myers hmm. not Mike just, Myers from Cat in the Hat by the way no no Mike Myers from Austin Powers <laughs> <laughs> two very different people yeah but uh I don't, that's the one thing I find funny about this film how quick he moves. How? <laughs> it's just like, it's, it's, because he's a huge bloke and it's like, yeah. He's just like, he's there, it's like a literal blink, he's, mm. he's gone, out of sight, no noise, nothing. Mm. How did he get to so fast? I mean, he was in a mental asylum for all that time. Oh, yeah. Like, did, did they have, like, 
I don't know, like drills or something. <laughs> I, I also love um, when he like when he puts the rake up against the door and stuff. Yeah. Like, so he did that. How did he get back in? Like, where did he come in? It's Michael Myers. I you feel don't like, need to ask questions. <laughs> I do feel like it's like when he when he uh, the woman when he jumps on the top of the car mm. and she puts the window down and it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Exactly. You think that's going to stop him? A mental patient is on your roof, so you thought, I'll put the window down, tell him to get off. Yeah. And then he just slaps the window and he cracks yeah. it. That's a pretty strong bloke. Hmm. Yeah, he's got some strength to him. But, <laughs> yeah. I don't really watch horror, do I? So, um, no. I, I don't really know what to say about horror. This, yeah. This, like, to, for one of the most iconic horror movie characters... He is very, very, like... He doesn't really do much. He kind of just wanders about, mm. hides behind bushes, the, runs away. Yeah, he doesn't say anything. He's a, he's a man of very few words, is our Michael. He is. I, I, the interesting thing was... Um, I you, you do see his face. Yeah. And it's like... There's a... You know, it wouldn't have been a bad kind of thing to have it, like, you never see his face. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just always the mask, and that is who it is. Yeah, or, like, reveal his face, but only, like, many, many films later. Yeah. And it's, like, all scarred on, or, and something. Like, the end film, it's, like, done. It's, like, there we go, it's his face. Yeah. But it's, like, it's a quick flash. It's no, it's not even a special face, is it? It's just, no. it's literally just the actor. It's just, it's just the stun guy, yeah. Which is perfect, because, with, especially with some modern films, they would have to have a big actor or someone... Someone notable as a yeah. face, and a face doesn't make the role. Hmm. You, know, you see, it was only until I think Nightmare on Elm Street um, with Freddy Krueger, uh, played by Robert Englund, that the uh, the actor playing the monster, you know, would become you know quite prominent. Yeah. Well, it's like um, I was talking earlier to someone. Ash from Evil Dead. Yeah. Is. Um, is the most, I, I would say probably the most famous horror protagonist. Absolutely, I, think, I mean it was the, he was the first like active protagonist yeah, of I horror. Think, I think the only other person, the only other protagonist that I could really think was like okay that one would be Laurie Strode. Yeah. Because Halloween is about it follows Mike Mike, Mike Myers mm. and her. Yeah. Obviously you've got Doctor Loomis or whatever. Yeah, played by uh, Blofeld. Blofeld. <laughs> Okay, John Carpenter. Mm. But uh, you know you have you have like you have quite you have some good differences. Yeah, you know? mm. not really sure how to phrase it. Like the scenes feel creepy. Yeah, and um, you've you've watched this more than I have. Mm. Like, but this like the the sound in this film is incredible. Oh yeah, I mean it's the little things like Dulu, yeah. like when he when he appears. I mean, oh, I, f I completely forgot about that. That noise, that the greatest thing though is when he's when um, when a character's looking around a house and it's in the dark, mm. and it's like, oh, what's happening? What's happening? Yeah, and then you know he's there because you hear the breathing, mm. and that's it. You just hear the breathing. You don't know where he is, but you just hear it. It's like mm. you don't take his view. No. But there are some shots where it's like, this could be his view. 
because hmm. it's from the bushes or like yeah it's from a certain angle where he could be like in a cupboard or like somewhere yeah and it's 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 off-putting oh Maybe. absolutely the only equivalent I can think of is in the Friday the 13th movies um, with um, Jason that whenever yeah. Jason appears it's well a, when you're going through his point of view I mean it's it's a smart way hmm. to let them know to let the audience know when something's going to happen yeah and like um, there's only one like there's only one jump scare that could have been like a bit cheap and that was uh when her Laurie sees him, you know, he steps from behind the bush, worst hide and seek champion ever. Mm. And then, uh, you know, they're all like, oh, where is he? And then she kind of turns around, walks backwards, and bumps into the sheriff guy. It's like, it's, you see it coming, but it's like, the, it is like, it is a jump scare, like, oh. Yeah. And that's the only one in the film that feels like like one of the kind of modern, like, oh, jump scare. Mm. But it's the only one, so it's absolutely fine. Yeah, no, the ones, the rest of them are quite cleverly done. Oh yeah, like he's in the background. Or yeah, something. It's there's like, thought put into them instead of just bah, you know, ooh, you're scared. Like um, some modern horror movies, they do the uh, every you know every single noise is a jump. Mm. Like Woman in Black, that's the biggest example for me. You know, like it'd be completely silent, and you know. And then all of a sudden you'd hear a door creak or a door slam or a dog bark. Yeah, it's just there. Are, you, it's kind of this film doesn't put you in the um, state of like what is happening. We're, I'm so tense mm. because you don't need to be. But when you hear that breathing, when you hear that soundtrack, yeah, you just like you're oh, in here that, we go you're instantly in. Yeah, which and that's the magic of. John Carpenter movies, you know, the yeah. ones that he scores, you know, so things like obviously Halloween, but also like, um, oh, what's it called? Big Trouble in Little China, you know, it uses the score really well in that as well. It is a, it's a really good film, mm. <laughs> weirdly, like just looking at it, it's because obviously not much happens in it, it's a very basic story, yeah, um, bare bones. It, but it, the like the direction of it is. Absolutely phenomenal. It's on point. Like um, obviously the the scenes where he's in the background or like you know just in shots mm. are, are amazing. But I think my favourite was um, when they're at the hardware store yep. and he's been the, he's in the car and Doctor Lewis you know runs up to talk to Chef mm. and he stood there waiting and the car just goes right past behind <sighs> and it's like that's how like this guy's wearing a mask. Yeah, he's wandering about, big bloke. With a mask on, but it's Halloween. Yeah, you know? literally the perfect setting. And so they, no one questions it. No. Whereas if it was a modern horror movie, they would probably like point that out, like, "Oh, is that who's that creepy dude with the mask on?" Yeah, exactly. Like, even if it was Halloween, they would still do that mm. just to point out, like, he's the he's the bad guy. Yeah. But no, he he sort of blends in. <laughs> I love how he weirdly do, enough he doesn't blend in whatsoever, but he does. Um. What what criticisms have you got, if you have any? Uh, criticisms. Um, I'd say the pacing could be a lot better um, in that it's just a bit too short. Oh, you know yeah. I mean, it's, it's only an hour and a half. So, I mean, it's, it's a quick watch, but you just wish that there was more. Uh, you, know, I, you wish that it took its time. 
I think the um, the setup because obviously the first kill is just it's like forty five yeah, so fifty five fifty four fifty five minutes mm. and it's you know, that's more than a lot more than half yeah. of the Although there's the intro, the, oh, the uh, yeah, one shot intro as well, yeah. which is just a mastercraft in like just no cut it filmmaking. Put, it, it's off putting again. Like, yeah. Cause you want it to cut, you, yeah. but it just doesn't. And you just like in the perspective of this kid. It's a kid the whole time. It's like you would instantly kind of think, like, oh, is it Mike Myers? Like, mm. big killer man. He's like, no, it's a little kid. Yeah. He's going to go kill his sister. Literally. And it, it's strange. Mm. It's just it's it, strange. It's, it's very it? unexpected. Yeah. But um, I think the the pacing could have been like more drawn out Yeah. when it came to the killing uh, at the end, maybe. Mm. Because, um, uh, is it Annie? I believe so, yeah. And the first one who died, the first one, mm. friend who dies, uh, hers is very drawn out. It's like oh, it's like oh, really, massively, it's yeah, really well done. It's like oh, mm. and then you have the couple who come in, and it's it's just too quick, clinical. Yeah, it's like a they have a kind of weird sexy time, and then it's like, mm. and now he goes off and dies, hmm. and it's like, eh. yeah, like he could have put up a fight. I know that you're trying. I know you're trying to prove like, oh, it's a big scary man, but mm. he, he does get beaten up by Laurie, who is a nineteen-year-old yeah. girl. So, it's, <laughs> you know, this is a, like what twenty-five-year-old man, if we're going off of the timings. Probably, yeah. Because obviously he's he's about. I'd say he's about. Actually, no, he's about seven. So probably about twenty-seven. Yeah. It's, it's twenty years later. Yeah, twenty years later. So. If he's about twenty seven ish, mm. then yeah, he's got some strength, but mm. you know, and like a nineteen year old bloke, which we're supposed we're supposed to assume the guy is, what's I just imagine he's still about to put a bit of a fight up, because mm. they all kind of like they seem to be like grabbed and they're instantly like all in shock. Yeah, just like oh no, like, ah, yeah. I'm gonna wave my arms about. Yeah, like no one really so, apart from Laurie, no one really tries to like properly fight him off mm. which could have you know there could have been a nice chase that's the thing yeah just like because obviously Laura's the only one who actually runs mm. like I feel like there could have been some great some more great chase sequences there could have you been. know I mean the second one thankfully has more of them um, yeah you know it's, it's much more graphic as well um yeah I'd recommend it I mean I'll if, if I can find it I'll watch it yeah but um, just like just think, this is just a weird session, right? If when he goes downstairs to get mm. the beer, if you had it where um, you know he may you know, he, like he's hanging around the kitchen, it's very quiet, and you're waiting for something to happen because in the dark it's mm. all like, Ooh. and it's like it's a prolonged scene, and like he goes to leave the room and gets cut off by Mike, and it's like oh my god, and a chase sequence. Up the that stairs, would have worked, yeah. And then, like, you know, it goes up the stairs, and you find the girl has been killed by Mike Myers off screen. Mm. Just to be like, oh my god. Yeah. Because he is he's a presence, but he is also very much like, I'm gonna get you. Mm. And he just kind of appears and, like, gets them. Mm. And he likes hiding in cupboards. He does, yeah. He, he, he does like his good game of hide and seek, <laughs> except it's, well, it's 
it's hide and kill. Yeah, yeah. Really. He's good at the second part. He's not yeah. not too good at the first part. No. Standing in between the sheets isn't a very good hiding spot. Hmm. Especially when you tower over the line itself. Exactly, yeah. But I mean, he'd run away very quickly. Oh, that's what, yeah. I mean, speedy boy, you know? Learn, <laughs> just, learn it from Sonic. Yeah, I just... I mean, he's clearly not a normal person. No. I, I, I can't run that quickly. Like... He just he's just stood there one minute, you, a few seconds. Zoom. Just hmm. and there's no trace of it at all. It's like he's no. just gone. No, literally. Oh. This is where we find out it's actually a sequel to the Invisible Man. Oh, yeah, exactly. You know, he he you know like dumped the clothes in a bush, ran. The the greatest. Oh no, sorry. Yeah, he kills more than one person. No, he does kill someone else. Sorry, the guy with the car at the start. Dr. Loomis when he's on the phone oh, yes. to the sheriff and yes, you see him in the bushes. Mm. Wait, 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 I mean, I assume, kill, I assume yeah. Michael killed him. <laughs> Jason just came through and just took mm. him out. But, um, yeah. Mm. I don't know, I don't really know what to say about this film. No, yeah, it's just a simple horror movie. Like It kicked off the whole slasher thing. It's, um, yeah. Like, she, I mean, like, it, it made... Like horror villains, famous in a way, you know that hasn't been that way since I'd say the, ooh, probably forties with things like the Wolfman, Frankenstein, Dracula, oh yeah, creature from the Black Lagoon, etc. Like this was the revival of all that, but, but if you in look, a new if, way. Yeah, if you look at um, if you look at that, uh, the eighty, the seventy, late say seventies, eighties. They are the slasher yes. era. You know? Yes, it was all about sex and violence. Yeah, and then really. if you uh, if you take it now and look at the, I'd say they're like twenty ten, hmm. it's kind of more um, paranormal. Yeah, paranormal and psychological yeah. horrors are definitely more popular today. Because like, just think about how how many ghost type things. Oh, massively. Or like yeah. Demon things and, like, like haunting of Hill House. I mean. Uh, yeah. Is it paranormal? Paranormal activity? Yeah, paranormal activity. Then you've got like... Uh, you insidious. Know, like insidious, sinister. It's kind of like story and there's like a demon. Mm. So that's the kind of... That's what it has become now. You have the characters, the, the story, the family, the friends, whatever. Whereas back then it was... You have the killer. Yeah. You have the victims yeah you have you know it's usually a bunch of teenagers who yeah. are you know like you know just a bunch of friends all having a good time and then you know it turns out that the place is cursed or you know there's some a murderer in the loose. evil man just turned yeah. up yeah he's like hello um I've got a knife here um just gonna use it stab stab yeah it's like they um the great thing about this is that it doesn't do the classic like they're all in the house together having a party or something, no. and he's picking them off. It's like they're they're know. all characters like connected to Laurie Strode, but they're not in the yeah. same place. We do meet the the blonde girl, the girlfriend who gets killed. I don't know. He, I don't know what her name is. I can't remember, but yeah, yeah. she. We met her at the start, didn't we? Because she's with she's with Laurie, and then we have the mm. other, we have Annie. And then it's those three, and they're talking about like meeting up and, sh- and stuff. Hmm. So it's 
it's it's one of those that it works. Yeah. And the like, it's really well done with like um, the boogeyman things as well. Yeah. Kind of like you know, he sees him out the window. She yeah, looks the out the window. Coming. He's gone. It's like well, there's mm. nothing out there. I mean, the scenes in the house though. Oh. Once once you get. Yes. As in, as in, once he's in their house and he's chasing them down. Yeah. And it's like you know, like she's just she's just trying to say like, oh, don't worry, I'll kill them, <laughs> and it's just like you just see him in the background, and you're you're waiting for them to notice. Hmm. And yeah. it doesn't feel cheap. Like no. No, I mean, despite its low budget, they they managed to use the things like the darkness. Yeah. And you know the sets to their advantage, really. But in the darkness, it's not a it's not a level of darkness that has been done in some other films where you literally can't see. Hmm. It's a it's dark, but you can see the person doing what they're doing. Yeah, it's dark enough to feel eerie, but yeah. light enough so you can see things. But it's also it's still it's weirdly dark enough where like someone could be hiding in that shadow. Absolutely, and they they only have to like step out one inch. Yeah, or just, just move, like, oh, no. move like the like, knife blade or something. Yeah. And that's that. That's it. It sets it up, doesn't it? Mm. You're kind of waiting. Yeah, I think Con- that's where the fear is. You once you once you start to get the music in mm. and stuff, uh, you're kind of just waiting for when it's going to come in again. Yeah, you're you're like, when am I going to hear that? When is he going to breathe again? Mm. You know, where is he? Because I mean, he's not just running around, is he? No. The. Uh, the house subplot, a bit, bit, bit weird. Mm. Didn't really do anything. Kind of just, yeah. Kind of just uh, feels like they could have done with something else like that. Yeah, exactly. That's why I, I think it should have been longer. You know, so they could do more with subplots and things. See, um, we know that uh, Halloween twenty eighteen. Mm. I think it was uh, Yeah, twenty eighteen. Yeah, um, that one. Is it's 40, di- 40 years? 40, yeah, yeah, it's a direct sequel to but the original. He was captured the same night that happened. And I think the problem is if we had had a scene where, like, it's uh, she's been saved and then the sheriff comes in because he heard the gunshots hmm. and he's like, oh, you know, he was here quick. And they go to the house, corner him, and like maybe get him. Yeah. And it like ends with him being taken away. So like the evil is now captured again. Mm. It would it's a neater ending than just being like he got shot a load of times and then ran away. Yeah. Because it it does just end, mm. which isn't a bad ending, but it's it's a more like oh you know he's gone yeah you know he's disappeared where's he gone but it's like, find out next it's time not, it's not much not really he couldn't really go that far no. Like the sheriff's around still, so yeah, he's Michael Myers. He's he's fast. Yeah, you know, he's fast as fuck. Uh, Speedy boy, Speedy boy, Mike. <laughs> Usain Bolt versus Mike Myers. Who's gonna win? Exactly. I think Mike Myers definitely. Yeah. I mean, he, he he's just ridiculously fast. Mm. And I mean, he's a truly talented individual. I mean, yeah. he can handle a knife. He can block doors. Yeah. He can hide, hide in shadows. Hide in shadows, hide bodies. Yeah. You know, punch through doors and mm. punch through 
like wardrobe dolls survive bullets survive you know? bullets run real fast yeah. and then the, the best skill of all he can drive a car having been in a, pr- in a prison for 20 years oh I mean he's he's a perfect individual you know it's such a weird scene peak I'd, human performance he is I love the fact that he just hops in the car and drives off speed yeah. he speeds away in the car it's like didn't he just break out <laughs> And then Lo- Loomis has this excuse of just like oh, yeah. someone, someone gave him lessons. Someone. So you're telling me that this guy was this guy let out before? Yeah. Like I don't why know. didn't he escape in the like little you know he's in a he's in a, like learner driver car and just like yeah why didn't he escape steal, then steals that. Mm. It's like no he's he's waiting for the perfect time it's got to be the perfect twenty. Also it still doesn't really make sense why he killed the guy in the red truck. Uh, yeah, because he's a maniac. I know, but it's kind of just like there. Hmm. Like, I know it's to get the clothes. Yeah. But it's still just there, isn't it? It's mm. like it doesn't really add anything, and like if no one finds the body. Actually, it's a weird thing. Yeah, no one finds the body, but in Halloween 2018, they say that he's convicted of killing three people. Huh. So, I guess they didn't know he did it. Maybe it wasn't him. Maybe it wasn't well, just Jason. Yeah. There we go. Secret crossover. I mean, they've probably they've probably done it. Hmm. I mean, Jason's been with everyone from Freddy to Ash. Yeah. So, yeah. I th- I mean, who do you think would win the fight? Ash or Freddy? No, uh, Ash or Mike. You see, Mike. Mike is super fast. He can wield weapons really good, um, and you know. But Ash, he has a chainsaw. He has a chainsaw and a boomstick. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's just something. Mm. That's the, that's something that. Yeah. And did Mike ever face the undead? I don't think he did. No. So you know. Mm. Didn't have to. He didn't. He didn't lose all his friends and you know, yeah. traumatic thing. He didn't go back to the. Middle Ages. Mm. He didn't survive. He, he, you know, he's not the one who survived. You know, like almost getting drowned in a like a s- giant spray of blood. Yeah. So, and then black stuff. But so yeah, yeah basically, Ash would just cut. Oh shit! That'd be a funny point, wouldn't it? Just like, she like loses an arm. Mm. It's just like the black knight from Monty Python. Yeah. <laughs> just, just just scratch. Just runs away. His arm, his arms just like flopping about. Mm. Call it a truce. Call it a truce, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Mike. Mike is clearly just a powerhouse. Massively. He's clearly just jacked. He's, he he's built different. Absolute unit. Built different. That's all it is. <laughs> oh, just. God. It's a very good film. Yeah. I'd, what would you rate it? I'd I'd give it an eight. Um, yeah, I do really, really like it. It um, It's ultimately flawed, in my opinion. Um, but overall, yeah, it's an 8. Just very, very good. I think I'd have to give it probably 8 or 8.5. Yeah. It is just the pacing and stuff mm. like that. That's what it is. like. Maybe some of the rules here and there. Yeah. You know. But it is a very fun movie. It's a very, yeah. very well-done movie. It looks really good. Mm. And... You know, I'm. I would definitely watch it again. Yeah. It's not one that's like you lost 
the mystery or anything. Hmm. No, it's all still there. Because obviously you know, that's still the creepiness of it. Yeah, and that's testament to how ahead of its time it was and how good of a director John Carpenter was. Yeah. Right. Have you got anything else you want to say about it? Not really, no. Just, yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's very good. Go watch it. And next episode, we're going to be talking about Thomas and Friends, the movie. Beautiful. Beautiful. See you next week.